Hello, hello everyone. It is Jeff from MCS Mag, and welcome to podcast episode number 177. I have a quick one for you this week because before I head off to Vegas with my buddy Ox for SHOT Show, he and I are going to be doing a serious deep dive workshop for our New World Patriot Alliance members on the proper way to trick out your AR-15. Now we're going to be breaking it all down piece by piece to reveal what you need as well as what you should avoid so, if you're a member and you own an AR for personal home defense, you're not going to want to miss this. So, join us live or pick up the replay afterwards. Now, if you're not a member of the NWPA, you can still join us by simply signing up for a buck over at our website at www.newworldpatriot.org to give us a test drive and gain access to all the other workshops that are in there right now, along with the training programs. And you can even join me one-on-one for my weekly open office hours so we can chat about any factor in your tactical or preparedness plan. But to give you a little bit of a teaser of the information that we're going to be covering this week, I jumped on the line with Ox for a few quick pointers on how you can start right away in modifying your AR rifle to better fit your personal tactical needs. So, without any further ado, let's check in with Ox. If bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging, would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, would you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Do you ever go to some tactical rifle course? More than likely, you're going to find at least one attendee who's sporting an AR-15 that looks like a Swiss Army knife and inspector gadget had a baby in the aisle of a Bass Pro Shop. And it's somewhat understandable, right? I mean, no doubt the AR-15 is the most popular rifle in the American gun market. So, of course, there are more accessories available for it than you could ever possibly buy. Now, that's great when it comes to customizing your personal AR-15 to make it everything that you want it to be. But like a Ford Tempo sporting fluorescent hubcaps and a giant vinyl decal taking up half the windshield, it's possible to add so many accessories to your AR-15 that you're actually making it less functional as a weapon. So what do you need on your AR and what don't you need? Well, that's what we're here to find out. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Thrill Magazine and executive director of the New World Patriot Alliance with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. And coming up this month for our New World Patriot Alliance members, we're going to be doing a serious step-by-step deep dive into how to trick out your AR the right way for personal and home defense. But to give everyone a quick teaser, I asked my friend Ox to come on and help you do some initial analysis of your own rifle platform. Ox, welcome back to the program, man. Thanks, Jeff. Always good to have you back on here. Um, listen, everyone, Ox, is he's no stranger to our podcast. We've done lots of broadcasts with him, and, and for a very good reason. I'm a huge fan of everything he puts out. He's a real brainiac when it comes to tactical firearms training, and he's very tied into the Alphabet Agency crowd on the Intel side. He's worked with several representatives on joint tactical programs, such as the best-selling book, Tactical Firearms Training Secrets. His uh, dry fire training cards are, to me, a must-have for anybody that owns a firearm. Uh, he's also done the Force Recon 3010 Pistol Course, the 21-Day Alpha Shooter Program, and the Navy SEAL Concealed Carry Master's Course. He's also a competitive pistol shooter, avid hunter, and outdoorsman. 
and he's continuously sought out for advice and consulting by strategic planners at the Pentagon, as well as special operations personnel from the U.S. and allied countries and U.S. tactical law enforcement personnel. Now, you can find out more about Ox and his training over at www.tacticalshootingsecrets.com. Now, Ox, the reason why I asked you on here is because, I mean, I know you're a big fan of the AR-15, as even as a home defense weapon. And we actually just got done doing a big big um, uh, podcast on the AR and why it is such a great home defense weapon. But I know that you have also done a lot of field testing with what works, what doesn't work, not only in tactics, but also in what works as far as gadgets and gizmos and things for the AR. So I know we're going to be doing a lot more for this for the, the, the New World Patriot Alliance um, project that's, that's coming up here. But what I want to do is ask you right now, for those of our listeners who aren't NWPA members and and uh, want to know more about this, whether they're, you know, kind of doing an analysis of their own AR. What would you say from your experience, and you worked with, with military, with law enforcement, with civilians, all these, in, in actual, when the bullet has to come out of the end of that, what do you think is the number one, maybe the modification or tricked out thing that somebody does to their AR that you've seen out there that really is either a complete waste of money or potentially even goes, could work against you for personal defense? Yeah, that's a great question. And there's actually two things. Uh, the first one is really simple and it's, it's basically skull logos, punisher logos, anything else that could tilt a jury's perspective of you if you end up in court in a justified use of force incident. And you want to, you don't want to look like you're a vigilante. You don't want to look like you're out for blood. Uh, and so I, it really kind of makes me cringe when I see logos like that on guns of any kind. The second thing, it, it's kind of a general answer, but anything on a gun that won't help you shoot your gun better in your situations. And what I mean by that is I see a lot of people who they pick up a magazine, they watch a movie, they play a video game, and they want their gun tricked out exactly the way the guns are in those magazines, movies, uh, video games, et cetera. And fact is stuff that may be really important for special operations may not matter at all for you. If you were using a forward mounted red op, red dot optic and you don't have any problems hitting the charging handle with your finger, you may not need an extended charging handle. Uh, if you have an optic that sits way far back and there's not enough room for you to get your finger between the optic and the charging handle, you may need an extended charging handle. But there's things that you really don't need to put on your gun until you find that they're a problem that needs solving. Hmm. Like that right there isn't just necessarily even about the the gadget itself. I mean, I think it's really important if you could maybe dive a little bit deeper on the the analysis part of it. You know, I think a lot of people are out there wondering, well, I've got a bunch of stuff on mine. I can shoot it just fine. We're going to be going over some of the stuff that maybe can work against you or whatever. But it's that I think it's that initial analysis that um, mm -hmm. I want to open people's minds up to. What is that first step that they should think about or that first factor that they need to think about when they're looking at doing any sort of an add on? The the biggest thing is what's the purpose of the gun? And I say that because you can have a gun set up for competition that's different than for home defense, that's different than for mile long shooting with a with a non five five six or two two three 
round coming out of the end of it. And uh, like if you've got a gun set up for home defense, you don't need a four by eight scope on it because that's going to make your target acquisition time slower. You don't need a bipod on it because you're not going to need a bipod for, for home defense. And so really the way that you figure out what the right attachments are for your AR is to come back to step one and say, what are you going to use it for? And there's a lot of crossover. I mean, I, I use my home defense gun for competition. I don't have it optimized for competition. I have it optimized for home defense. Uh, same thing with hunting. To the extent that I can, I leave it the same. Uh, there's things that I have to take off to comply with state hunting laws. Uh, I can't leave the laser on it. I can't leave a, a light on it. But I can use the same optic. I can use the same foregrip. I can use the same sling and uh, get Basically, hunting is practice for competition, is practice for home defense, is practice for hunting. It's all circular and feeds into each other. Yeah, that's awesome. That that lays a great foundation, I think, for everybody for, you know, I, I think that that applies to everything, whether it's handgun, shot, no matter what it is. So I think that's a really good foundation. Listen, everyone, we're going to be doing um, basically a piece-by-piece breakdown of the AR, specifically for home defense, because I know um, those of you that are out there have heard me talk about it. Um, it is my primary home defense weapon. I know that Ox is also a big fan of the AR platform as a home defense weapon. I think that it's kind of a shocker for a lot of people when they even like, why would you ever use it for home defense? There's lots of reasons for that. In fact, Ox even has an entire course built around the AR or you know, as a, a carbine rifle for home defense. And I think more and more people are coming on board with that. But again, there are ways that you can make your AR better for home defense. And that's really where I want to start focusing for the NWPA workshop we've got coming up. Um, there are a lot of things that you can do to it, but there are a lot of things that you don't necessarily want to do to it as well when you're going to use it for personal defense. So whether you have an AR or other carbine rifle for home defense um, or you're suddenly open up to the idea of it. I want you to try and join us. If you are an NWCA member, just go ahead make sure that you log in and check out when it is on the schedule. Get it in your calendar. If you're not an NWPA, NWPA member, you can go to NWPA, um, or I'm sorry, NewWorldPatriot.org. That'll take you over there. You can get signed up for it. We're going to be doing a step-by-step breakdown of this with a lot of great information. I know I'm looking forward to it because I'm always looking for ways to improve um, my primary home defense weapon. So make sure that you check it out. Also, make sure you go over to Ox's website. Go ahead and check out more of his training over there. You can find it over at www.tacticalshootingsecrets.com. And until our next broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.